1: I'm Dr. Lori Hess, Director of Pet Health and Nutrition at Zupreme, and you're listening to podcast number 18, Boarding My Bird. This is a really important topic because a lot of people get stuck when they want to go out of town or they have an emergency and they don't know what to do about their bird and where to put it and where it can be safe. I mean, if you have a cat or dog, usually you have a lot of choices. There are a lot of boarding kennels, um, veterinary hospitals, uh, doggy daycares, all kinds of places. But what do you do if you have a bird? It's a real dilemma for a lot of people. And I actually know quite a few bird owners who really tell me that they are not able to go away and take vacations because they just have no one to watch their bird. Now of course it's ideal if you can leave your bird in your home and you have a trusted friend or relative who can come over and take care of your pet. But if you don't have that wonderful situation, what should you do? Well, there are some safe places out there to have your board visit with and stay with uh, while you're out of town. But you really wanna do your homework before dropping off your bird at a place like uh, a boarding kennel or a veterinary hospital or something like that um, so that you know that the bird is going to be safe when you go away and you can enjoy your vacation and your bird can enjoy his vacation as well so we have a question here from Jennifer from um, New Jersey she asks I have two parakeets and I want to go out of town what should I look for in a boarding facility Okay well this is a very important question. You want to be sure that your boarding facility is licensed and insured. I mean you wouldn't want to move your furniture or or entrust anything really uh, valuable to someone who wasn't licensed and insured and bonded. So that's a a basic first question you want to ask any place that you're going to uh, leave your bird and and go out of town or um, even just for a few hours leave your bird. So is the place insured? Um, Who is taking care of your bird. You may be meeting with a very experienced person when you first walk in and you you know are shown around, but who actually has the hands-on care of your bird when you leave your bird in that facility? So is it somebody who has experience with birds? Is it an adult? Um, is it someone who has been working with birds for years? You want someone who really understands bird behavior and can recognize if your bird is having a problem, someone who's going to be attentive and look to make sure that your bird is eating and looks, you know, normal and doesn't look sick in any way. So you want someone with some experience. Um, You want to look to see where in the facility your bird is boarding. You want to make sure it's a safe area. Is it away from other pets? So if this is a boarding facility that has dogs and cats or other types of animals, is it in a separate room where it's going to be quiet? Remember, birds are prey species. Um, and they're often very stressed out when they're around predators like predatory dogs and cats, even if they're friendly dogs and cats. And if there's a lot of barking or meowing going on, your bird may be very stressed. It may be, you know, stressful enough to have your bird in a facility hearing other birds if your bird isn't used to being around other birds. But certainly, you know, that's something that your bird can adjust to, and and maybe less stressed with with time than being around a lot of barking, for example. So the bird should be in a separate area. Um, And you do want your bird ideally to be separate from his or her neighbors. So you don't want your bird in the same cage, for example, with other strange birds, or even really right on top of other strange birds. Ideally, there are barriers between the cages so that your bird can have some privacy and, you know, not be sharing germs, sneezing, breathing, uh, you know, on uh, a neighbor or having that neighbor bird sneeze or breathe um, around your bird. So it's usually less stressful if a bird doesn't have to see the other birds. That's not always possible, but it is ideal. Um, What kind of facility is it in the sense that is, is there a camera? I know in my animal hospital we do a lot of boarding and I have a camera that I can actually watch the birds from being outside the room. So whether I'm in a different part of my building, my animal hospital, or I, I, lucky enough, even for me, if I'm at home, I can tune in and see what those birds are doing when they're boarding with me in my animal hospital. And some boarding facilities actually have that and that's really nice because in the evening or on a day that we're, you know, I'm not fully open like a, a Sunday, for example, if we're not in service at the animal hospital, I can still tune in and see what those birds are doing. I can also make sure that um, the person who I'm entrusting to go in and take care of those birds has actually done her job. So. Can you see them from outside the hospital or the boarding facility? Um, Can you personally see them? It would be ideal. I mean, it's great that I can see them or the owner of the facility can see them, but in some places they actually let the owners view their pets uh, via a camera um, from outside the facility. So that's nice. Um, Even yet, uh, the the most important thing I think is, is your bird going to be healthy and safe inside this facility? And obviously different facilities have different regulations when it comes to who they allow to bring their birds in there. I mean, I know for me, in my animal hospital, I have to see that bird on a checkup and make sure it's as healthy as I can tell. I actually require that the bird have blood work um, within, at least within the year of boarding, and a stool sample check. And I do know a lot of veterinarians who board birds do this to really try to minimize the risk of infection uh, spread between the boarding animals. Now, not all places are like that. Um, Boarding facilities that are not associated with animal hospitals may uh, sometimes require paperwork um, or a health certificate from a veterinarian saying a bird is healthy, and some, unfortunately, don't require anything and will take in any bird. Um, That's not really ideal because we know that birds can carry disease without showing signs, so you know you can't really tell 100% if you're looking at a bird, even if it looks healthy from the outside, Um, it it could be carrying disease, and without doing some blood testing or stool sample checking, you really can't tell. So ideally you do want to pick a facility that requires some kind of health checkup before the birds uh, are allowed to board, particularly in the same room. Um, you want to make sure that the boarding facility is open every day. You don't want your bird left uh, alone, you know, through the course of a day. And and certainly some facilities, you know, like my veterinary hospital, we're open Monday through Saturday. But um, on Sunday, we're not technically open. But if we have boarding animals in the hospital, we do have uh, our veterinary technicians, our licensed technicians come in and take care of the birds. They change their cages, they provide food, change the water, make sure the birds are okay. So you want to make sure that even when it's not normal business hours, someone is actually there to care for your pet Um, You know when you're away and you're leaving your bird, you're entrusting your bird to them. Um, Other things you want to ask are, can you bring your own food? Can you bring your own toys? Um, Some places even let you bring your own cage. Obviously, the more familiar the surroundings for the bird, the happier the bird, usually the more settled the bird is, and certainly if it's possible. Possible if you know you have a smaller bird often they let you bring your own cage certainly your own toys and your own food for some of the bigger birds that's harder and you do have to use their cages but if you are going to use their cages you want to see the cage your bird is going to board in before you actually bring him to the facility you want to make sure that it's not an old you know rusty chipped up cage you want to make sure that the bar spacing on the cage is appropriate that it's not too wide for a little bird to fly out of or too wide for a little bird to get his head caught in there um, or too small for a a bigger bird Um, so you want to make sure the size of the cage the bar spacing um, the condition of the cage is clean and up-to-date and and safe for your bird to stay in you want to ask how often are they feeding your bird Um, are they doing what you would do at home I mean most bird owners typically feed their birds morning and evening Um, most boarding facilities will do that There are some that only feed the birds once a day, so you want to know that. How often are they cleaning your bird's cage or giving fresh water? Um, Certainly a cage should be cleaned every day, at least once a day, and even spot cleaned if it's getting really dirty in between. So if your bird's a big dunker and dunks all his food in his water, um, ideally you want the, the people taking care of your birds to be attentive to that and to change your bird's water if it gets really, really dirty. Um, So, uh, you know, these are very important things about keeping your bird safe and healthy and free of infection and free of injury when he or she is boarding. Um, you wanna make sure that the boarding facility allows you to leave an emergency contact number, particularly you know, your veterinarian. If you um, are not available, some people go on cruises, for example, or are, are very far away in a different time zone, so it may be very hard to reach uh, that person. If something happens to their bird, so you certainly want to have an emergency contact person, whether it's your veterinarian. I do, I always believe you should believe you should leave your veterinarian's contact information with the boarding facility in case uh, there is an emergency. Um, but also perhaps you know the name of an entrusted friend or relative, someone who knows your bird and could take the bird to the veterinarian um, if something happens. Some places even have a veterinarian on staff. For example, like in my hospital, we do the boarding at the animal hospital. So if something should happen to one of the birds, I or one of my uh, co-doctors, my co-veterinarians at my facility are right there to provide medical care if something should happen. So that's really nice and, and it enables us to feel really good about the care we're providing. We know that if there is an emergency, you know, we're right there all the time to do whatever we need to do to keep that bird safe and healthy. Um, now we know that dogs and cats typically require vaccinations uh, before boarding typically most boarding facilities for birds do not require vaccinations I mean not all of them even require a health checkup um, there are very few vaccinations that are uh, available for your average uh, home bird the bird that's in the house with just that bird alone or with maybe one or two other birds there was a vaccine for polyomavirus which is a serious virus that can affect birds Um, and it is something that i think in the 90s we were using quite a bit Um, most birds uh, you know live in individual households they're not exposed to lots of other birds so most veterinarians who treat birds are not prophylactically giving polyomavirus vaccine. If your bird boards quite a bit all the time and is constantly exposed to all kinds of new birds um, in boarding facilities or bird shows and your bird is around birds in particular who are not necessarily checked by a veterinarian. You might consider the polyoma vaccine, but for most birds, this really isn't required. Um, There are some other vaccines out there for different types of birds, but in general, we don't use those vaccines for household pets, birds who are just kept at home um, and have an occasional time to board maybe a couple times a year and who are around other birds only infrequently. How should you find a boarding facility? How do you do this if you just, you know, you don't know what to do? And really, I would go to your veterinarian, I would go to your friends who have birds and ask them, who do they use? Um, You know, all bird people tend to know other bird people and um, usually word of mouth is a great way to find out about good and bad experiences people have boarding their birds. Um, So those are some really really important points Um, you also want to think about the fact that you may be boarding your bird At a time of year when a lot of other people are boarding their bird like Christmas or July 4th weekend These are popular times and if there are not a lot of places to board birds around you You may have to make a reservation way in advance particularly if you want to get a certain cage um, Or you want a, a certain specific time slot so do check with your boarding facility way in advance um, and make sure that you reserve the the spot that you want. other things to think about. I mean, does your bird uh, get attention at the time that he or she is boarding? I know we try really hard in my animal hospital to, to really pay attention to those boarding animals every day. We go in, we talk to them. Um, there's a TV on in the boarding room where my birds are boarding and actually there's a DVR player too. So the birds that are there who are boarding um, really are entertained. They get to watch something, they get to hear something. It's particularly nice for them on Sundays when the animal hospital isn't open They have a little less attention, we do go in and feed them and care for them, but we're not there all day the same way we are the rest of the week. So Having that TV on is really, really nice for them to have something to do. Um, what happens at night? Is the building locked and alarmed? You want that animal to be protected overnight if it's in a facility that, you know, is not part of someone's home where someone would be sleeping at night. You know, some places actually do have caretakers overnight, and that's ideal, but you want certainly at least to have a, a fully locked and ideally alarmed building so that if anyone should try to break in, um, your your bird is as protected as possible. Um, now, there are, there are other some nice perks that, that can happen too, like, some places will let you um, see uh, text messages with pictures from uh, the facility with the pictures of your bird so you can see how he or she's doing some places actually have a video camera so you can tune in online and see your bird um, these are all really really nice perks um, I know you know if I'm far away I'd love to be able to get at least a picture or ideally see a video of my bird that way I know he's safe and he's doing well um, some places will send you little messages saying, you know, he ate this or that today, or he watched this show on the TV. Um, Just little things that you'd want to know to know that your bird is happy and safe while you're away. Those are all things that are ideal. You may not find that, but certainly keep it in mind when you're shopping around for um, a facility to care for your bird when you're out of town. Um, these are all really important points, and I do think having a list before you go to check the boarding facility is, is a really good thing, a list of questions that you might want to run through, um, and definitely ask them for references. Um, are there other people around, friends of yours or neighbors who've used this facility before and who can provide you um, with some insight as to cu- the kind of care uh, their pet got when they spent time there? You know that, you know, if you hear about people who repeatedly return to the The same facility is generally a good facility or they wouldn't be going back. Um, and and if you have concerns talk to your veterinarian. Um, A good avian veterinarian will know of the boarding facilities in the area. Um, He or she actually may actually have connections with these boarding facilities and do routine care for them. And you want to ask uh, the boarding facility, what do you do in case of emergency? You know, do you have a veterinarian nearby or on hand? um, If, for example, they can't reach you and they can't get your bird to your vet, what do they do in case of emergency? Um, Check the facility as you walk around, look around to see are there emergency exits, do they have a plan for emergency. Um, You can ask them that. What happens if there's a fire? What happens if there's truly an emergency that's unplanned? I know a boarding facility is a wonderful facility not far from me who unfortunately they had a a pipe burst and they have flood in their boarding facility and they really had to get out all the animals as quickly as they could and, and obviously that's not, not something that we think of all the time but having an emergency evacuation plan is really really important um, and having a place to get those birds safely out of the building to you know and having those cages or any kind of carrier to try to get that bird out very very important um, simple things too like hygiene you know we talked about the idea of having birds being separated the cages should not ideally be on top of each other Um, if there are no barriers between the cages there should at least be space between the cages so that germs are not spread um, from cage to cage but also you want to see that the caretakers are washing their hands between birds you don't want to see that they're touching one bird and the uh, that birds um, you know food and water dishes the the dirty paper in the cage all those things that um, potentially could be contaminated by bacteria viruses or parasites and then have that same person go and touch your bird so what are the policies on hygiene and hand washing even on you know sharing clothes um, in the sense of if a bird is out and is being held by one person does that person then go and touch your bird you know you want to maintain uh, as strict hygiene as possible as you can in a boarding facility like that, particularly if they don't have regulations on the kind of medical checkups that birds need before they come into the facility. Um, So you you don't want to go crazy, you want to certainly uh, enjoy your vacation and relax when your bird is dropped off at a facility like this, Um, but you do want to take precautions. And realize though, when you find a great facility for your bird to board in, that time that your bird spends in that place can be really fun. I know, you know, we joke, we say you go on your vacation and your bird will go on his. Um, Birds really enjoy being at my animal hospital, Uh, they have a lot of attention, sometimes more attention during the day at the animal hospital than they get uh, at the, with their owners at home because their owners are working all day and at the animal hospital with boarding boards we're there all day with them. So, you know, daily attention, how much time they're getting, this is all really important. And you wanna just know that your bird's gonna be happy and enjoy his time and not be afraid, so you can go and enjoy your time too. And sometimes this means that if your bird's really nervous and hasn't been away from home, that you do short little sort of practice trips to the boarding facility before you go out of town. So maybe you just come in and you show your bird around or you leave him there for, you know, half an hour, an hour, a couple hours, before you take that long trip and he's there for a long time. That way, the next time you bring bring him back and he's there for a prolonged period, he recognizes the place, he sees the people, he hears their voices, he knows the flow of traffic there. And it's not a big surprise for him when you have to leave. And do bring some things from home, some comfort items, some toys, certainly his favorite foods, and let them know his routine. Let the boarding facility people know what his routine is so they can replicate it as closely as possible and make your bird feel as comfortable as he possibly can when he's spending time there with them. So those are the basics I think of what to look for in a boarding facility so that you're comfortable, your bird is comfortable, and you can really enjoy your time away and your bird can enjoy his time. So I hope that helps you. Um, just remember that when you're listening to Zoo Nation throughout these episodes, just like our boarding episode today, um, you can follow our supreme Facebook page where we're going to have posts before the the show. So you can ask specific questions um, for me to answer on the show, whether it's about boarding or anything else. And you'll also see sneak peeks there to episodes that you may have missed previously. So if you have any questions, feel free to contact us at 1-800-345-4767 or at customercareatsupreme.com. This is Dr. Lori Hess, and thank you so much today for listening to Nation.
0: Thank you for listening today. Dr. Lori Hess is a leading exotic animal veterinarian with a busy veterinary practice in Bedford Hills, New York. If you need more information on any Zupreme product or have questions for Dr. Lori, go to our website at www.zupreme.com where you can contact us.